0: So, stick close to me, look mean, and pretend you're a mute. Can't have anyone finding out who you actually are.
1: Geralt
0: of Rivia! The mighty Witcher! Oh, shit. I haven't seen you since the play.
1: Whoa, well, she turned me into a newt. A newt. I got better.
0: It's alive. It's moving. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. Oh, in the name of God! Now I know what it feels like to be God.
1: Release the kraken.
0: Greetings, programs and users. It is time once again for another episode of Old Nerds Drinking. This is John Patrick, the Master Control Program. Here with me again for the first time in the studio in a long time is Rogan. Greetings, all. Uh, before we get started with today's episode of OND, um, we're going to talk about what we're drinking, and we have a very special what drink. Is we, what are we drinking? We about? are drinking. So uh, two weeks ago, I went to visit my sister in New Holland,
1: Oh, no. You Ooh. went to the New Holland Distillery, didn't you?
0: I went to the New Holland Distillery. Um, New Holland has a, a beer barrel Ooh. bourbon, which is my f- one of my favorite go-to bourbons. That is the, that's in my decanter right now. Yeah. That's my everyday bourbon. Uh, it's under $30 a bottle, and it tastes delicious. Uh, their premium brand bourbon is called Zeppelin Bend, and it's like $60 a bottle. You paid slightly more for the one that you showed me, though, because this is the Zeppelin Bend Single Barrel Small Batch Bourbon. This is right from this is barrel strength. Yep, right from there from their distilleries. In my opinion, the only way you should
1: drink bourbon is right from the barrel. Yeah,
0: so so this is this is that, and it was more than sixty dollars do you want
1: to reveal how much you paid for this bourbon
0: uh i paid a hundred dollars for this bottle i
1: thought it was 126 oh no no
0: no no it was a hundred dollars but yes this is a very very special michigan made bourbon and we are drinking today for a very very special reason it's a very Um, fitting toast actually so uh if you are in the detroit tech scene or you are in the detroit podcast scene there is a good chance you have heard of ran into um the fellas at it and the d uh the it and the d podcast uh they ran networking events for tech people for years for coders Um, they were notorious for throwing insane room parties at local cons they uh, were
1: really big into the PenguinCon thing, too, weren't they? They
0: were really big yeah. into PenguinCon. It was run by uh, Bob, oh, God, something super German, like Wollenstein, um, and Dave Phillips, uh, who was their tech guy, who was their audio guy, did a lot of, almost all their back-end work, um, and he passed away last week. Uh, very suddenly, he was posted on Facebook that morning, and then... I got a call from some of my other or I got started getting messages from some of my other podcast friends that uh, he had passed away. So he was a good, a good fellow podcaster and a great fellow drinker. Uh, He he and I shared many uh, late night Penguin drinks. So we are drinking this, this very fine bourbon in your honor, uh, Dave. Uh, In a time not of COVID, your wake would be the stuff of legends and I believe believe that
1: too. <laughs>
0: paint, like cons aren't going to be the same without you, sir. We we miss you. But cheers. Cheers. Who? <laughs> that's good. Yeah, it's got some burn to it, but It's it, got
1: I was unexpected on the burn. That actually ooh. like burned the back of my throat a little bit.
0: But that's good. That's really oh, good. that's so good. Oh. Ooh, it needs an ice cube. I did, I did put a, like a couple of drops of water into the Um but yeah, that is Ooh, I feel the warm taking over. Mm -hmm. Oh, that is good. This is... uh,
1: Now that I know what to expect, I'll take another sip, because I almost coughed on that one. (laughs)
0: 62.5% alcohol by volume, Mm -hmm. 125 proof.
1: Wow, that's good.
0: Yeah, this came out of barrel number Malt 14B, and it was selected on August 25th, 2020. It's got an aftertaste
1: to it that I can't quite pin. Is there something?
0: I'm getting a little smoky on the back of it
1: right now. I don't know if it's smoky. It's kind of like a, a woodiness to yeah. it or something. I'm yeah. not sure
0: what it is. It's
1: it's really good.
0: Yeah, you, you, I'm getting a little bit of the char.
1: Yeah, post COVID, post COVID, and post shot.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, post
1: COVID and post shots.
0: Uh, have you had both your shots?
1: No, I have had the Moderna vaccine. From what I have read and according to the CDC, which I'm I'm not I'm not going to strictly follow this. From what I understand, if you have had COVID recently, and you have the antibodies, and you get your first vaccine, it is as effective as two vaccines. However, I am still going to go get my second vaccine shot.
0: Oh, hell yeah. I ain't gonna so, fuck around with that shit. Yeah,
1: I'm gonna be super ultra ready to fucking get COVID's ass again, because I do not want to go through this again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I just got my first shot uh, yesterday, and other than feeling a little tired yesterday, uh, which side effect, If if one of your side effects includes taking a three-hour nap, I am all for that side effect. Sign me up for that side effect. Um, And feeling a little sore today, I'm completely fine.
1: I had sore muscles in the morning um, and just general tiredness. When I got it and the wife got it, we were both sitting around watching. I think we were sitting around watching uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. And she looks over and she goes, I'm not feeling okay. And I'm like, "Uh uh-oh. And I'm like, what do you mean? And I was starting to feel like I was getting high. And I'm thinking, man, I paid money for this, you know, (laughs) because it felt like I was getting high off of an edible and uh, I didn't say anything so we both we had we had minor symptoms that were annoying but nothing anywhere near as bad as what covid was right right so we were prepared for the worst i think what it was is because we had already had covid so when we got the shot my body was like oh okay we know what this is we can deal with this that's why a lot of people when they get the shot their second shot is so much worse because the first shot programs your body to fight it, mm-hmm. and the second shot, your body goes, oh, shit, this is what we've been trained for, guys, and your body thinks it's going <laughs> to war. So you get all the crazy symptoms, and then your body realizes, oh, wait a minute, okay, this is not this a yeah. false alarm, guys, calm down. And then that's, you know, whereas with us, I think we got off a lot easier. But we, me and you both got Moderna, right? You got yeah, Moderna? Yeah,
0: I, I got Moderna. Yeah, from uh-huh. what I
1: understand, that's the least of the crazy side effect um, of, of the shots.
0: Well, so. I, I did get uh, a 10-minute lecture from my crazy mother-in-law that about how the vaccine was going to give me brain damage. Oh, yeah. Uh, because, yeah. oh, yeah. Though, you're going to love this. Uh, China released the virus yep. so that Russia could engineer the vaccine That would make Americans weak, and then Russia could take over the world, because we love my mother-in-law. You know what? But she's crazy. Let it go. I've got,
1: I've got family members that have told me I have the mark of the beast. That, um, I, I, I've been microchipped. I have like everybody keeps asking
0: me how my Wi-Fi reception's getting, but you know what? I was out today, uh, at a friend's house, and I wasn't getting shit for signal in his basement. So I got to get my implant checked because. Man, yeah. my Wi-Fi signal is was just not good.
1: Yeah, the five G. It's I haven't really noticed. I, I think we were sold a bad bill of goods. Yeah, I was expecting like really great porn once we got the shot, <laughs> and it really just has not delivered yet. So yeah. I'm a little upset by it. I, the other one I heard was it's gonna make you sterile, and I'm like smacking my arm, going, "Come on, let's do this shit," you know. Oh, yeah, I'm I, um, I'm
0: down to clown on that one. Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm um, I'm 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 thinking I'm kind of bummed out. I think the Illuminati really let us down on this one.
0: I I so, am yeah. I am slightly more inclined to swear my unserving allegiance to Cobra, but uh, yeah, that's so far that's the only thing.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. I'm a little, I'm a little let down. But I mean, if if the most I got out of this was not catching a virus again that could potentially kill me, like it almost did last time, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm kind of bummed. I was hoping oh, for a yeah. lot more. No,
0: no shit. Yeah. Um, I I see pictures of everybody on in the internet with their little stickers. I got the vaccine. Yeah. I didn't get a sticker. No, I didn't. Get I didn't any. get a no. sucker. No. It's like nothing. All no. I got was the stupid vaccine yeah, that prevents me. A little me. piece of paper. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Kind of bummed. Let, let, I'm I am going to. St- when I get my shot next time, I'm going to stand outside my doctor's office for like an hour afterwards just handing suckers to people.
1: I was really hoping that when I got this shot, I wouldn't have to carry my phone around anymore so I could be tracked or my Amazon habits couldn't be tracked or my Facebook habit. But now I still have to do all that stuff. I was really yeah, hoping this shot would take care of that. It's a convenience thing. I, I mean, I, nobody wants to carry this shit around. I just wanted to get microchipped and be done with it and not have to worry about it.
0: I will say, though, that uh, the tracking on Facebook... Is is getting pretty good because uh, you posted the article about the Harmony Gold way out west uh, lawsuit finally getting settled, mm-hmm. and within like half an hour of me reading those articles and like looking for all the information on it, because I really like that's something I've been jonesing on for a, for a long time. Facebook started popping up ads to me for uh, uh, Macross model kits. Oh.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You so, know, there there is times when the tracking on Facebook is actually pretty damn good. It does work to your favor. But I've yeah. got apps on my computer that prevent all that stuff from popping up on my
0: computer. Yeah, uh, so in a few weeks I will be receiving a Roy Falker Mac Super Veritech Of course
1: you will. Yeah, course you will.
0: <laughs> uh model kit that you will either be in the plane mode or you can turn it out to the Guardian mode. It won't do the full Battaloid because it's got the Super Veritech. Yeah. Uh, rocket boosters on the back it's got the missile pods on the wings it looks fucking amazing you shouldn't edit this out leave it in <laughs> oh, i'm totally leaving this in leave
1: it in. Are, are you getting
0: an sdf-1 do they make an sdf-1 model Chris? i have not seen it yet but if they make one holy shit am i getting an sdf-1 that would
1: be like on the scale of a gundam model i would assume like the big gundam models oh if yeah it wouldn't yeah. it wouldn't be doing justice to the no, show no you'd have, to have an, um, you'd have to have a massive sdf-1 model
0: uh, that and they—they uh, they just showed me an ad today for the Star Wars Black Series, uh, Wedge Antilles replica helmet, and I need that in my life. You
1: don't need that in your life.
0: Screw you, dude. Okay. Like, first of all, if there is one person, one character in the Star Wars universe that I ship more than anyone else, it is Wedge Antilles, you know the know what greatest starfighter pilot in the galaxy.
1: I what I want for you more than anything in life. What I, what I wish in a perfect world, if I were tremendously rich and I could like be the guy that goes out and takes care of people, I would buy you a massive studio apartment to display the immense amount of shit that you just have laying around here, you know, because it's like you, you like you, you see the shows with the hoarders and all that stuff. You are the geek equivalent to horrors. Yeah. Like you walk into your basement, and like people that are listening right now, I can't even begin to describe the immense amount of, of just geek shit. That's. I don't even know where to start. Warhammer books, rule books, <laughs> tanks, modeling. I mean, this stuff is all great. The downside is you don't. It's disp- it's just thrown everywhere, which pisses me off personally. Because
0: it's yeah. like
1: you have a shrine to amazing geekdom here, and it's just sitting
0: everywhere. Like man, I am literally don't have enough spare wall space to put more shelves in.
1: I know. So when you say you want to buy the and the wedge and Tilly's helmet, I get that. It's cool. I understand it. I'm here for you. I love you. I would do the same thing if I wasn't married and my wife wouldn't castrate me. But you, if you get it, it's just gonna sit over with your with your swordfish model from Cowboy Bebop. It's gonna sit on the shelf collecting dust right next to the um
0: Oh oh no, sir. No the Y-wing sir.
1: Y-Wing fighter model that you have um, sitting
0: there. Because the the uh advantage of that helmet is it has built-in speakers. It can function as a headset because you better damn well believe that I will wear that as my recording headset when we do shows.
1: Okay. So what I think you should do is go out and buy a scooter because you were talking about buying some yes. kind of a good scooter and you should wear the Wedge and Tilly's helmet Bluetooth into your phone so you can listen to the music while you're twiddling around town, twiddling around town oh. on your Vespa.
0: Yeah. And, like, so. and, and the Vespa is white so I can put like some X-Wing decals on it. Oh.
1: I can't knock Vespas because a very good friend of mine wrote a Vespa for a long time so before it, she got an Indian. Yeah, so.
0: it's, it's not an actual Vespa. It's just in the style of a Vespa.
1: Which means it probably goes about 25 miles an hour.
0: Which is perfect. <laughs> Anyways. Um, <laughs> um, so, I I fully admit that my Nerd K... I wish I had more better space to display more it. More better space? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to dis-
1: English, <clears throat> do you speak it?
0: Go ahead. Um... I wish I had more space and better space to display a lot of the things I have because I have like a lot of really unique things. Um, my vintage uh, Hawaiian hula girl, my uh, first editions of my or my first edition collection, uh, some of my my vintage pipes and, and liquor ephemera that I collect. I was reading that book I've mentioned a couple of times, uh, Wonderland, How Play Built uh, America, or How Play Built the World. And they talk about in there the concept of the Cabinet of Curiosities, uh, which is, is I, I, I read that in the book, and then I went looking on the internet for it. And uh, there's a Wikipedia article, and it's Cabinet of Curiosities, also known as German as Kunstkabnett? Kunstkammer, Wunderkammer, also Cabinet of Wonders or Wonder Rooms, uh, were collections of notable objects, the term... Yeah, we know where cabinet comes from. Uh, Cabinets of curiosity served not only as collections to reflect a particular curiosity of their curators, but as social devices to establish and uphold rank in society. Uh, So it's basically... Gentlemen of the era would have these private collections of junk they've amassed from their uh, travels of gentlemanly leisure and they would display them in their homes. And when you think about it, nerds do the same thing. Yes. Like we all have our little display areas in our home of like movie memorabilia that we collect or uh, the guys who collect uh, the really fancy Statuettes of like superhero characters. You've seen
1: my upstairs.
0: Oh yeah, you have. You have all those model <laughs> kits. I've um, got
1: every Enterprise, Starship Enterprise. I've got every version of the Starship Enterprise upstairs in, in mm. my in in my. I've got two rooms upstairs. Once the kids moved out, I took over the upstairs. One room has become my game room, which I have yet to use. Which has got all that stuff, and then the other room has got. Um, I have a large collection of books on magic and occult mm, and paranormal, yeah. and I have also got the other side of the room, which is. All of my model kits from like Battlestar Galactica, Star Wars, the Black Hole. um, The Black Hole? Oh, yeah. I've got a Vincent model that I haven't... I've got a a Maximilian model, which I don't know if you saw. Remember Maximilian? Oh, yeah. I've got a Vincent one that I have yet to build. I've got a C-3PO one up there. I've got all of the Enterprises. I've got... uh, There's even a Voyager model up there. Mm -hmm. Um, What else do I got? I've got all kinds of really unique... Just weird model kits. I don't build models anymore because I don't have the time, which I, I should make the time for. It's actually very therapeutic and relaxing.
0: Yeah, I've got a couple of kits sitting on the shelf that I really need to, to build. And um, then my brewing stuff is scattered all around the room. I've got all
1: my brewing carboys and all my mead-making stuff and junk in there. I really need to clean that room up. But like up until this point until the kids moved out, all of my stuff was just kind of like like your, like this basement. It was just thrown everywhere. So it's nice to actually have a real... um. I'm starting to get a buzz off of this. I'm feeling it. Um, It's nice to have a place just to display your shit. Because yeah. I'm one of those people as well that collects off the wall stuff. And also, when I go on trips, I always, but this stuff I don't display, I always have like little things that I go on trips that have value and meaning to me to pull me back to that right, place again. Right. Right. So. Um,
0: I am, so I I, rec- I just finally got my tax return and I'm looking at IKEA cab or like a, IKEA display shelves for my miniature collections because I hate the fact that all my, really nicely painted miniatures are now packed away in foam and storage. And if I move that stuff back, then all the places where they are in the basement become empty and I can re put stuff in new places. But I also am looking at getting a cabinet because I want my own kind of cabinet of curiosities.
1: Um, I would argue now that I think put a little bit of thought into this, I would argue that this concept of the cabinet of curiosities has essentially become the modern day equivalent to a man cave, which I hate that term. I hate the term man cave. I really, ha- I just, I don't know why I don't like it. I just don't like it.
0: I I prefer the more colloquial nerd cave, uh, which is nerd what cave I. Cave re- is fine. Yeah, I, yeah. Re- I refer to this as my nerd cave. This that is a very
1: appropriate term for this place. I mean, mm. mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It is. It is a very appropriate term for it. But uh, I think this is something that should make a comeback, and it doesn't necessarily have to be just a guy thing, because I know lots of married couples that do sort of like this.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, and and, uh... and I was reading an article that Hasbro is re-releasing like, some of the 1980s Ghostbusters, the animated series, Toys, mm-hmm. and as a throwaway line in the article, they said, because it's easier to sell toys to 40-something nostalgia people than it is to try and pry kids away from their screens to get them to play with them. And yeah, yeah, that, 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 that is totally true. Um, but yeah, I know people who like they Lego makes all those kind of sculpture series Legos. Now the one of their new kits coming out is the space shuttle discovery. And oh my God, do I want it? You want everything?
1: Well, yes, because pretty much every day you post on Facebook with the term, I have a mighty need and it's always something, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, so, but the I, difference is is the the cabinet of curiosities these are things that people would gather in their travels around the world and stuff like that, mm-hmm. um, which I'm not adverse to, like uh, me and you have talked many times about doing certain road trips that oh, are yeah, of yeah. our interest, um
0: oh, I found a couple of good new new ones we we can talk about, yeah,
1: and that's like that would be like my like okay like so there there's a museum that me and you talked about going to, you know, and that would be something like. I would go and get something like I've been to Ironwind Metals several times. Ironwind Metals is who makes the dinner the miniatures for the BattleTech game. Um, if anybody out there plays BattleTech. Um and I love going to that little factory down there, A, because it's run by a bunch of pothead bikers, which you would not expect going to a, a geek, gamer-oriented kind of place. Everybody that works there are all ride Harleys, they're all, they all look like Tommy Chong, and they're, you walk in there and you're like, these are the guys that are making the miniatures for the game that I've been playing since I was like 14 years old, and they're <laughs> all like Tommy Chong, they're all like, yeah, dude, you want some miniatures, Just go over there and grab a mold, and, uh, you know, I'll cast them for you, and I'll build them up for you, you know, and you're like are you in the right building, sir? Like, because when I was in high school, you were the guys that were trying to beat my ass, you know? <laughs> but, uh, but you know, I like go in there, and, like, when I leave there, I always try to get up something special from that place,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, of some kind to be like, yeah, I got this from Iron Wind Metals or something like that. Or, oh, oh,
0: yeah, yeah. Like, I'm...
1: geeks, when we go to Gen Con, we um, every geek buys some kind of dice to commemorate them going to some kind of a convention or something like that, you know? I tell
0: you what, that is something um, I have been looking a while is... Some kind of display for displaying dice.
1: Oh my God!
0: Really? Um, wow. No, no, because uh, it's kind of a thing in the miniature community. Um, I don't know so much in the other community. I will say
1: there is some really cool. When we and you were well, I mean I'm older than you, so when I was growing up, like you got solid color D and D dice. Right. They were white, yellow, blue, and that was it. And then came like the cool melded colors. And then came, now you can get dice with like sperm, like little swimming sperm in them, or yeah. skulls, or
0: you know. um, but in, in the miniature community, it's kind of a thing because we use a lot of D6s. People will get custom D6s yeah. made, and they'll trade them. So, like, if you go to a con, the con might have a special D6 that has the logo of the con on the 6. Um, in Blood Bowl tournaments, like, th- that is a common thing. If you go to the tournament, they'll have a special D6 for the tournament, and that's part of, like, your swag pack. Mm-hmm. Um, I've looked into getting custom dice made so when I go to cons, I can trade them with people. Mm-hmm. Um, but So I have like a a tackle box that's full of D6s that I would really like to d- display because each of them is from like, oh, yeah, this is from this uh, miniature painter who I met at a con and he gave me some of his D6s. Or this is a streamer who streams and I won a set of his custom dice as a stream prize. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: this reminds me of, if you ever go to Disney World or Disneyland, they have these pins. The pin
0: swaps. The pin
1: swaps, yeah, or or the honor coins. You know, you ever heard about the honor yeah, coins? Yeah, the challenge stuff? coins. Challenge coins, that's what I'm sorry. Yeah, that's what it is. That's, that's what it kind of reminds me of. And it's very fitting for our community,
0: you know? Yeah. Now so, that you say it, it makes perfect sense to Yeah, me. And, and there's a couple of companies that it it's reason... Like, I've priced it out, and to get 500 D6s made, it goes down to about 50 cents a die so you're talking in the neighborhood of a couple hundred bucks. We should have O and D dice made. I have thought about that. We should I've, have O
1: and D I... dice made, and we give those out to very specific people for yes. very
0: specific special occasions. I I, I have thought of that. that we that do is...
1: have you. you well, I, I hate to say we because it's more your show than mine, but we do have a growing fan base mm-hmm. of listeners that is, is growing exponentially. Well. And it would be nice, because we've talked about doing, like, we've talked about doing an O&D salute to very special, like, tonight would have been an occasion we did an O&D salute if we, yeah. if we had one. Um, and that would be something that would be, like, for very um like special, outstanding members of the O&D community or something like that. Here's our dice, you know. Yeah. Here's one of our dice.
0: Yeah. It, it, it's Like I said, it's definitely something that's on my radar. Also, pogs. Oh my God! Wow,
1: man, I don't know about that because
0: uh, because pogs are. are making I feel a...
1: like you're crossing a line now.
0: <laughs> Apparently, pogs are making a comeback. Wow! Because some no. streamer talked about them, and now all the like young kids who have no idea what the fuck pogs are no. are are super into pogs. There
1: are some things in the world that are a bad idea. I feel pogs coming back are a bad idea. Oh
0: no, no, I um. So there is a a. You know they... what?
1: I just got another idea. Me and you should have custom miniatures made of ourselves. I mean, not to sound arrogant or vain, but yeah, you know, because I could totally see yours with the bathrobe on holding the drink, you know.
0: I can't. Um, there is a person in the miniature community who is specifically known as Bathrobe Guy.
1: And yeah, but the thing is, your loophole is you're a dudist. You're a member of the Church of the Dude. Yeah, which is something that I need to join. I need to join that. I also need the Church of the Subgenius. I need, there's several religious organizations that I need to become. You're just gonna of. whore
0: yourself self out to any well, religion that'll take you.
1: Well, one can never have too many saviors. Mm-hmm. So you know,
0: we we all have to start uh, looking into the Onion Head religion now.
1: The Onion Head religion. I'm already a member of the Church of the of the of the Divine Lobster, um,
0: uh, our Lord and Savior. Our Lord and Savior. Yes,
1: the Onion Head. Yeah, the Onion Head one. Um, briefly, if nobody knows, I won't dwell on this, but John recently appeared on my show. We did a show called the return of biblical jackass, which was a show that dealt with people doing stupid things in the name of religion. And one of the things we talked about on there was this, um, healthcare organization that created a creature called onion head and everybody was required to worship onion head to be able to work at this organization. And it was really weird and really bizarre. So, um, yeah, oh, you can yeah. find that on Project Archivist if you want to. But on, uh, John was on that show. It was great. It was a fun show.
0: On the subject of that, there was an article I sent you, if we ever do Biblical Jackass again. It was, boyfriend leaves a girl, girlfriend after he saw her drinking alcohol on a Bible study Zoom.
1: Really? Compared to the things that we covered, that's kind of minor.
0: It's kind of minor. <laughs> but it, kinda it, minor. as as one drinker to another, hey, baby, how you do? Um, but Sorry. yeah, so I wonder if she's on Christian Mingle or uh, uh, Tinder right now, because uh, uh, the other thing is Queen Elizabeth is uh, back on the market. Yep, she is. Yep. Listen uh, to you. You're way
1: more into this than I am.
0: <laughs> okay. First of, first of all, the royal family is worth somewhere in the tune of 10 to $20 billion between the crown... The their financial holdings, their land holdings. Wait a
1: minute! Wait a minute! Let's get this out in the open. So you're saying that you would bang the queen in her current state right now?
0: Oh hell yeah!
1: Wow, I'm not I, even sure if I could get an erection to be able to pull that off. It doesn't matter how much I would I would die from Viagra overdose before I be, I was able to get an erection to be able to tap that dust that dustbin.
0: Second of all, um, and he's still going. Here oh yeah, because because when you're the when that would make me the prince consort. Uh, I can't be the king, but I can be the prince consort. Uh, that would give me the authority over so much in England. Um, I, I know where ma- you're
1: going with this because Games Workshop is a British company.
0: Oh yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> I wasn't thinking about that, but now that you bring it yes, up, yes, yes. Um,
1: you're taking the long route to get to the seat of power. No, I understand
0: now. I am. I want. I just want to be able to feel that I can make the. Uh, the knights of the realm do pretty much whatever i want because there was a video where uh, david attenborough was answering question from prince harry's kids um or not prince harry prince william yeah will, will will's kids and it's like man can i just can, can i call up the knight if i'm the king can i call up the knights in the realm and make them like just do shit for me can i like call up elton john and be like hey can you pick up my dry cleaning or can you come and let's do karaoke at the house? You'd be able to tell Patrick Stewart what to do because Patrick
1: Stewart is knighted, and and Ian McKellen. Yeah, and also, oh God, uh, the guy who played Silence of the Lambs. I can't believe I'm forgetting his name. Uh, right.
0: Dennis Hopper. <laughs> Pay attention, folks, because this part's gonna come up in a few seconds, and I'm going to be super wrong. No, not no, Dennis uh, Hopper. Uh, oh my
1: God, he played Odin and yeah, Thor. Yeah, Why yeah. can't I remember his name? I'm having a stroke right now. I can't remember. You know who I'm talking about. Sir... Yeah, you gotta put sir in, because sir will help you remember. Right. But you know, it's Anthony Hopkins. I said Anthony Hopkins! No, you didn't.
0: Negative Ghost Rider?
1: Did you say Anthony Hopkins? I said Anthony Hopkins. Okay, this is where you rewind it in the edit, and you do the rewind sound effect, and you actually say it, and then I go, oh yeah, you did yeah, say Anthony Hopkins. Yeah, I did Hopkins. say Anthony Hopkins. Okay.
0: <laughs> I did not, in fact, say Anthony Hopkins.
1: I don't know what... I, I blame the bourbon. I blame the pure-strength barrel bourbon.
0: Yes. Um, but, yeah, you could do that. I, I guess... I mean... Let me let me tell you. In the early COVID era... You're such a whore. Anthony, you really are. Anthony Hopkins posted uh, TikTok videos of him playing the piano for his cat. And it was the purest, most joyful thing I had ever seen. And it just melted my heart. Anthony Hopkins... Like the dude from Silence of the Lambs playing the piano for his cat.
1: I get that you're trying to change the subject from the fact that you would bang the queen right now. And oh, yeah. I'm not going to let that go.
0: <laughs> nope. I think we're stuck on that. Um, I, I, I can't. You, you, you always see those Facebook memes. It's like, oh, would you slap your cousin for $5 million? I am a cheap whore. So what if you're banging the queen and you find
1: out she's like really into the submissive dom stuff? And she's like... Like she's the dom. I guess you would totally be submissive for the queen. I, well, um, I guess you would be if you're. Yeah, you've k- already stated k- since you're we, doing it. We
0: we can rewind back to the net worth of the Winds, Windsor family as twenty to or ten to twenty billion dollars. Man, I don't know. I couldn't do it. And 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 I the fact that it. even her husband of Darth Sidious. S- <laughs> yeah, her. Hu- <laughs> well, I mean. Prince Philip was actually a, a gentleman. A, a, a gentleman. He was a good guy. He, as far as we know, he didn't disappear any, any dead hookers. You know from that you get Bellas. a million emails about this now. No, just this one. This all you opening yourself up. No, just one, Max. I'm sorry. I love you, honey. But uh, you, if anybody's gonna school me on the royal family, it's gonna be Max. It would be Max. It truly um, would be. So I, I invite her to school me as much as you want. But Do you here's even the...
1: think that that's still functional anymore? Do you even think her plumbing still works? No? Why are we thinking about this? There's a lot of people that are hitting the stop button on this podcast right now. Abort,
0: abort. Ten yeah. to twenty billion dollars.
1: I get that even if you had a small portion of that to play with. I get it. I get that still, even if it were a 10% of that. Okay, event, let,
0: let, let's, let's do some, uh, let's do some. You would have
1: a, a room in the royal palace to be able to display all of this shit. Oh, are you kidding? No, no. And I'm going to leave you this you royalty, sh- you could go to Games Workshop and be like, Hi, I'm motherfucking royalty. You're giving me that shit. And they oh, be like, dude. ugh.
0: Uh, no, I'm going to go to the royal armory in Leeds, and I'm going to be like, yeah. I'm going to, uh, some of this stuff you've got in the back. How about uh, how about we just display this Buckingham Palace, uh, because I know for a fact they've got um, uh, J.R. Tolkien's uh, Webley pistol from when he served in World War One.
1: Of course, that's totally you, yeah.
0: Yeah, I would, I would have that on display. I could so,
1: I could totally see the Queen sitting on your face and smothering you just so you could get access to that pistol.
0: Yeah, uh, Charles Darwin's howdah pistol. I apologize pistol.
1: for everybody who's gagging right now, I'm trying not to throw up.
0: Um, yeah, there, there is.
1: You better leave this in the show. Oh, <laughs>
0: In the show <laughs>
1: better leave this conversation at the show.
0: Um, <laughs> so, Queen Elizabeth, if you're listening, how you doing?
1: How did we get into this conversation? Where are we going next? Because I think we've taken this to its logical conclusion that, um, have you watched Invincible yet? No, I have not. Invincible is excellent. It really, I was not expecting that show to be as good as it is at all. It is really good. There's a
0: lot of good See, voice and, work in I, that show. I never, I never read the comics. Either um, so it is
1: dark it is brutal but it is a very good show and i'm definitely on board with it. i threw it on as background stuff while i was editing one of my podcasts and then i found myself watching the show more than i was doing the editing and uh i do highly recommend going out and watching i still, I
0: still need to go back and watch uh season two of the boys
1: boys was okay boys was all right i guess this would be a good time to talk about falcon and winter soldier
0: this would be the perfect time to talk about Falcon okay. and Winter Soldier.
1: Where do you... Okay, spoiler alert, okay, folks. So, so, spoiler alert. Uh, 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 if you do have not watched Falcon and Winter Soldier yet, yeah, you know, you know uh, where this is going.
0: Before, with Mandalorian, with WandaVision, we waited until the show was done to do a spoiler effect episode that was a wrap-up of the whole show. Um, after watching the most recent episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, episode four, no, no, we got to talk about this shit. We got to talk about this shit right now. So if you have not watched that show, you need to watch that show right now.
1: Go watch it. Come back.
0: Um, Um, Because things happen and we really need to talk about them.
1: Well, you lead off and I'll follow on your lead.
0: So to catch up, uh, it's episode four. So they have, There's the new Captain America, John Walker. They're trying to find the Flag Smashers, who are a kind of organization that are people who did not disappear in the blip and are now upset because everybody's come back and is trying to undo all the good that was done while the blip went on.
1: Yeah, because when the blip happened, the world kind of joined together. Yeah. Everybody did what they had to do to get by. Everybody helped each other out. You know, the world actually worked together. And then when the blip, when everybody came back, then government started to reform. Countries absorbed other countries. A lot of people were just left behind or right. um, misplaced or whatever you want to call it.
0: And and it's revealed that these Flag Smashers have obtained Super Soldier Serum. Mm-hmm. So uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, uh, Falcon and Bucky team up to bust Baron Zemo out of prison so they can learn his hydra secrets and figure out who made the secrets the super soldier serum uh and in the meantime uh john walker captain america and his his sidekick battle star who actually wasn't a bad
1: guy no I he did he, like that character
0: sadly he was a really good guy Yeah, and and, and he fulfilled the role of, of captain america's sidekick somebody Very to watch well. his back
1: yeah He was the counterbalance, like, because there was a few times where he would call, he would call Walker out and be like, dude, this isn't a good idea. We should do this. We should do that. Yeah. He was kind of like the Jiminy Cricket. He was as conscious. He would. And that's why I liked the character. He was kind of the offset to keep him, to keep his shit together. Because you can see Captain America starting to slip and go weirder and weirder as time Yeah, he,
0: he, so as the episodes go on, it's. He was picked because he's a, he was like a three time Medal of Honor recipient. Yeah. He was a soldier. He had a uh, an illustrious career. But you see his facade crack, that he is not Steve Rogers. And over those episodes, you have Zemo telling people basically that yeah, Steve Rogers was like the fluke, and nobody should have the super soldier serum because nobody is nobody is worthy of having that responsibility. Mm-hmm. Um and we see at the end of episode 3 uh they are tracking down uh the the flag smashers and they're in Latvia.
1: Latvia as soon as they mentioned Latvia I'm like that's Dr Doom's country.
0: Yeah, so that is a big yes. throw out that we may see Doom start to uh kind of wear his ugly head. But also it reveals that the Dora Milaje from Wakanda are aware that Zemo is out and so not happy about it. We pick up in episode four and they try, they're trying to track down the Flag Smashers and the Dora Milagier give Bucky eight hours uh, before they just tell him flat out we're taking Zemo back. And the America crew, we'll call it of Captain America, Battlestar, Falcon, and Bucky and Zemo have tracked down the Flag Smashers, and they're going to go try and reason with them. So Falcon's going to go in there because he has talked to, he's done soldier counseling, he he knows how to talk to people and kind of get to them. And he goes in, and he's talking to the leaders of the Flag Smashers, and he's tr- getting through to her. And while that's happening in another room... Blocker uh, walks in and <laughs> destroys everything. Uh John Walker... Starts just getting antsy, like, like he can't deal with yeah, it. Yeah, he's it was, very
1: impatient. My yeah. wife pointed that out, too. She's like, he's that's another thing. He uses a gun. Captain America never used a gun. There no, no, times
0: no, of... no, no, no. Remember, in in, well, the...
1: in the original World War I version of Captain America, but things were different back then. Yeah,
0: and, and if you notice, he is using a 1911 pistol, the exact same style of pistol that Stephen Rod, Steve Rogers used. It's a modern 1911, but it's still a 1911. Yeah.
1: But anyways, yeah, he starts to crack more and more and more.
0: And and eventually he just he just shits the bed and goes in there and everybody starts kung fu fighting. Mm-hmm. Uh and and he kind of gets his ass handed to him. And so the flag smashers escape. The the America boys go back to Zemo's hideout. And they're arguing and all of a sudden the Dormarje show up, like four of them. Mm-hmm. And John Walker is trying to like you know, be, hey, I'm Captain America. And they're like, yeah, we really don't give a shit. <laughs> and then he tells them that they don't have jurisdiction there. And they tell him, yeah, we don't really give a shit. <laughs> yeah. And, of course, yeah. it devolves into he tries to touch one of them and the throwdown begins. And he gets his ass handed to him by the Dora Milaje. And
1: then he sits there and he looks off like and he goes, they weren't even super
0: soldiers. Yeah, they were not. Which they... is
1: important because he gets a vial of the super soldier serum and he takes it. Yes. And he he yes, he asks his sidekick. He's like, if you had the soldier serum, would you take it? And the guy says, I don't know, man, I probably would or whatever, you know?
0: Now it's also fun to point out that, uh, while the Dora Milaje and Captain America and Falcon and Winter soldier all start fighting, Z- Zemo's in the room and just kind of casually walks. He's like backing what? away. He's, Backing away to the bathroom, closes the door to the bathroom. You hear the bathroom door cl- You you hear the bathroom door click, and then, uh, when they're all done fighting, they go into the bathroom and he's opened his uh, secret escape hatch and got yeah. away because they were all fighting.
1: I really like Zemo. I, the the, oh, the, the shiny thing of this series so far, if anything, is how they really fleshed Zemo character out. And if they follow, if they follow the course, which I think they will, and they made hint to it when they put the Thunderbolts team together, Zemo was the leader of the Thunderbolts. Right. And he would be a great leader for that team. Like there's, he's got the best one-liners. Like when he pulls up in the car and it's all like that that fucking sports goes. It's a turbo, you know, he, like they show him in the club, like there was that thing going out there that the fans demanded the extended cut of him dancing in the nightclub, you know doing
0: doing the native dance of the Caucasian people, yeah,
1: you know, like, um I
0: like, do, like I like Zemo. All I, I want in life is to look as cool in a trench coat. As Zemo does in the trench coat as he's just, like, walking around. And the
1: other thing, like, he doesn't fuck... Like, he just... And there's several scenes where he just walks in with a gun and, boom, blows him away. He doesn't fuck around. He doesn't yeah. try to go... Like, and, and he's there to get that job is, done.
0: He is very true to his purpose. Yes. That he does not believe anybody deserves the super soldier serum. It. He's it, just not into
1: superheroes.
0: Yeah. So... so when in episode two, when they come across the guy, or two or three, when they come across the guy who refigured out super serum, super soldier serum, uh, Bucky and Falcon are uh, interrogating him. Zemo walks up and just caps him in the head.
1: Yeah, no, nope, this boom does
0: it. Yeah, do you know? Yeah, he's like, and... nope, and then. He encounters the flags, the leader of the flag smashers, and she has the last remaining vials of the super soldier serum. And he is just flat out smashing them on the ground with yeah. his boot. And he misses one, and that's what John Walker gets.
1: Like his character is so well defined,
0: and he's got such a
1: personality. Like that. That. That is such an extension in how well, and that, it, it, I think it also goes to say of how good the guy, the, the guy is into the character and how good of an actor he is. Right. Like he is that, it's like Tony Stark, you know, he is God, that
0: character. God put Robert Downey Jr. on this earth to be Tony Stark. Yeah.
1: And I, I love the Zemo character. Like, I hope at the end of this, like, I hope he makes it out of this in one piece and yeah. alive because I want to see more. of Another thing is they go into a lot more depth, which they did in the movie, but they go into way more depth as to why he does what he does. They explain why he's rich. And like, oh, you're rich. He goes, yeah, I was a baron until you guys fucked up my country. Yeah. You know, and he's just, but he's like, he's not, he's not a dick. He's not evil to be evil. He's got reasons behind what he does. And he's very passionate about what oh, he yeah, does. Yeah. You know um, he's not he's not doing what he's doing to like be this grand mastermind rule the world kind of person, and I really like what they've done with them. I really, in general, what Disney has done with these series thus far, everything that they've done so far is gold. The Wandavision show was gold. Mm-hmm. This one, it took me a little bit to get into it, but I wasn't worried about it because it's such a shift in gears.
0: And 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 the interesting thing is, um, I didn't find this out till I watched one of the, like the Easter egg videos about it. Um, apparently. They had to reshoot a big portion of the show because one of the main subplots originally was when everybody came back from the blip, there was an outbreak of some disease. Yeah, from, and because they, they were talking
1: about vaccines and stuff, right. and all of a sudden that all kind of went away,
0: right? So, uh, when they got it when COVID happened, they were like, mm, This is a little too close to home, which yeah. I, I'm kind of sad about. I, th- I think. It, it still would yeah, have but played. Yeah, they did it. Uh, yeah, yeah. They had
1: to play safe. And on top of that, they covered it up very well.
0: Yeah. Like, if they, you there's... weren't really
1: paying attention and somebody didn't point it out, you probably would have went over... You probably would have slipped right, over that, right.
0: you know? And it's like a lot of... Somebody will stand up and turn away from the camera, and then they're espousing some fact, and it's because they had to redo a line and this way they, they don't it's that's how they covered it up.
1: It's okay. That's fine. Um, I get it. I'm not worried about that. So,
0: so we, we have another encounter with the flag smashers in episode four and it's, they're trying to escape. John Walker shows up and, and shits the bed and you find out that he in fact took the super soldier serum. He Mm -hmm. starts bending metal and throwing people around and, in the and fight Falcon
1: looks at him and goes, What did you do?
0: Yeah. But what happens is uh somebody is going to, I think, knife him in the back, and Battlestar jumps in, and the leader of the flag smashers just hits him once, he flies across the room, breaks his back, and he's just instantly dead. Yeah. Yeah. He 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 got hit by a superhuman. And you know, it sucks because he was a cool character and he he was definitely like the conscience. But I'm going to tell you right now, as soon as they introduced him, I'm like, he's, That's what I told he's I said not the same thing. Yeah. I'm
1: like, he's going to die. He's,
0: he's not. Dead. Yeah. He's not making it. He's out got of a this red shirt on. <laughs> as soon as I saw Battlestar, I'm like, he's not making it out of this series alive. And he didn't, yeah. and that pushed John Walker over the edge.
1: And I think that's one of the reasons why they made him such a cool character and so well-balanced, is so when he does die, you feel that. Yeah. You feel like, oh, man. So, you know. so
0: John loses his shit, and one of the Flag Smashers is escaping out, and he corners him in a public square and beats him to death with the shield in front of an entire crowd of people. Using the shield as kind of like a guillotine, but they don't show him being beheaded, just smashing the edge of the shield on this dude's head. And the last scene of the episode is him with the shield on his arm, and the whole bottom like third of it is just gore.
1: I was wondering if he actually cut his head off.
0: Yeah, they they did not show that. Well, they um, showed the
1: guy sitting there with his head still on his with his body, his head still on his body, and
0: then just repeated things of John yeah. Walker smashing him, and then just a whole crowd of people all with cell phone cameras. Yeah, and it's. I like, wish
1: they hadn't shown him with the head on the body. I wish they would have just left it alone and implied because it's Disney. They have to do. Well, that. yeah, but I wish they would have just left it alone so, and implied that he cut his head off.
0: So, um, when we did our Mandalorian wrap up, I said the most brutal thing Disney had ever shown was Boba Fett beating stormtroopers to death with the gaffy stick mm-hmm. and their helmets cracking like eggshells until Falcon and the Winter Soldier and John Walker just beat somebody to death with the Captain America shield. I have also noticed
1: that they are pre- pretty liberal with the use of the word shit. Have you not noticed that?
0: Yeah, yeah. The, Which I was unexpected. I didn't really expect because that. Because in PG-13, you can say shit as much as you want. You cannot say Fuck more than once. I get that,
1: but this is Disney we're talking about. Disney likes to play the safe card.
0: Yeah. Which is understandable. This is
1: their bread and butter. They have kids watching these shows. It's a superhero show. And I was really surprised. Like, that's one of the things that surprised me about this show is how dark it is. How dark that they've gone now, with it. And how... Yeah. Now, like, I, had,
0: I had heard that... I originally thought this was supposed to be 10 episodes, but somebody told me this is only going to be like 6 episodes. Yeah,
1: it's not... Well, Loki is supposed to be 6. I don't know how many... Falcon. You know what? I'll look it up right now. Yeah.
0: I'm gonna. I'm but, gonna go oh, it. Yeah, I can't wait for Loki. They dropped another trailer for it, and it just makes me want to see it even more.
1: Uh, oh shit! Six episodes until April twenty third. It's just around six episodes. We're at, we're so we're halfway through. The three episodes in now. No, we're four episodes. Four in. Four episodes. There's two more episodes to go. So you know that he gets the shield back because you see in the previews where he's throwing the shield into the tree and stuff like that. Right now i I really feel that that Bucky is gonna end up with the shield. I really feel that he's gonna be the captain America. I think Falcon's gonna get it back and say, You know what you're the you were you were Steve's sidekick. you were the one that and you know you have the same values as even though Bucky does things differently right because now even though he's he's not programmed anymore you'll notice he's not doing he doesn't have that brutal kill people mentality like he's not trying to kill people he's trying to do the right thing and do what yeah. he can um and i don't think falcon obviously doesn't want the shield mm-hmm. so i think he's just going to say bucky this is yours
0: yeah it, it's and they're they, going to become like the
1: buddy cop or they're they're friends but they're not friends but they're well they're that's bros, that's the know? thing
0: is as the episode, as the show's progressed it showed falcon um siding like more and more empathizing with the flag smashers yeah so i definitely feel like we could see a point where he he kind of just goes off on his own because, I mean, he's still technically a military officer.
1: Yeah, because he works for the Air Force.
0: Right. Yeah. So I could see him just cutting ties with the military and becoming like a super, like a, a superhero at large. But I don't see him being Cap. Even though he was in the comic books,
1: I think we'll, well have a well, moment and, and where that, he'll...
0: And that's the thing is both Falcon and the Winter Soldier, We're Bucky, both. have been Captain yeah. America at some point in... Well, comic history. That's
1: one of the things this show has done really well. Is they like they, when they pulled the other guy out, the one, the, um, the oh god, I can't remember what his name was, but they showed him in an earlier episode, the old guy that, that oh, Bucky took him to visit. Uh,
0: yeah, they just named him as him as Isaiah. Yeah, the, the, they they the had guy. Isaiah,
1: and, and Isaiah was Captain America in the comic books for a little while, and then um, you know U.S. soldier who 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 is eventually who the guy that's Cap now becomes. He becomes U.S. soldier, which I think he will end up in the Flag Smashers too. But all of these people that have paid Cap. They're paying tribute to them in neat little cool ways. Right. I think that we're going to get a little bit of Falcon with the shield flying around with the shield with the wings and stuff on, like in the comic book. But I don't think, and if I'm wrong, I'm completely fine with this. I'm, I'm, I'm Actually, I'm fine with either one of them being Captain America. Um, but I have a feeling it's going to end up in, uh, as Bucky is going to be the one that ends up doing it for the most part. Um but another th- there's so many things about this show, too. Like, it really fleshes out. Like, the Bucky character it really fleshes him out. It fleshes out, like... Like, before, he was kind of one-dimensional. guy that's programmed, now he's unprogrammed. Now yeah. we see him in battle, and that's the end of Bucky. Now we're seeing, like, the aftermath is, okay, I did all this stuff, I have to deal with so, all this. So
0: stuff. I've also heard... Um. So another thing that we deal with in the show is uh, the person who funded the Super Soldier Serum being remade... Was this shadowy figure who's only referred to as the power broker, and yeah. he is supposedly the ruler of Madripoor, which in uh, Black Panther the scene where they go to the casino, the casino's in Madripoor, which is in the Philippine Islands, but it's an independent city state, and it's ruled by this person that's the shadow or the power broker, mm-hmm. and I've heard theories that the shadow broker is the sure. man, no, is the Mandarin.
1: Ooh, I didn't think of that.
0: Yeah, so Sharon. Um, that would
1: be a great w- one. Marvel
0: would do something yeah. like that to now, introduce
1: a character leading into Shang, whatever the fuck. Shang name Chi in
0: the Seven Rings. Yeah, Shang Chi that or I really don't give rings. a shit about. Yeah, um, but yeah, because so it's implied that Sharon works for the power broker, but not that she is the power broker. And the idea is that the power broker may be the Mandarin, uh, which would totally make sense. Everything about the Mandarin. He is, he's the guy behind the scenes. He's the guy pulling the strings. He is not out there in front. He's working through his agents. He's working through the Army of the Ten Rings. So, yeah, I, I would be interested. I'm a little sad that it's not going to be Ben Kingsley. I really wanted Ben Kingsley to secretly be the Mandarin the whole time. Because, he, like, the only saving grace of Iron Man 3 was Ben Kingsley as the Mandarin.
1: You know, though... That blew up in Marvel's face so badly. Marvel, Disney, and Marvel are very good at saying that doesn't work. We need yeah, to make we, that disappear. We, we,
0: we've we've retreaded this argument many times. Yeah. Of, I uh, like, we're just not going to talk about Iron Man three. Yeah, the we're on- not going to talk
1: about the the Inhumans. That's going to go away. Yeah, the,
0: now. the only the only thing that lives on from Iron Man three is the rescue armor. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, yeah, we've already treaded this. So I won't go into it again. Um, I don't think they'll do the whole Ben Kingsley thing again because that's going to stir up. Oh, but he's so good. Ah. I, that that pissed me off. I really wanted him to be. It, yeah. And then it, it turns out that, 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 was, that was one of the biggest key things that killed me in that movie. It was like, are you fucking kidding me? This is what you're doing? Yeah. You're taking one of the best villains, the like, main villain yeah. for Iron Man?
0: First off, one of the best Marvel villains... ...acted by possibly one of the best character actors alive on Earth right now.
1: Total waste.
0: Yeah, yeah. Total waste. Like,
1: it was the same thing with Eccleston when they did Thor and the Dark World. Yeah,
0: like you have you have Christopher Eccleston, who's an amazing actor. Yeah. And you're, you're going to put him in elf makeup and... Give him uh, a dialect that
1: nobody can understand.
0: <sighs> it's like, yeah. what?
1: What the fuck is this? You could have put anybody in that suit yeah. and done that. Yeah. So Marvel has, Marvel has made their mistakes, but I, I will give Marvel credit. And as I've said before, they learn from their mistakes and they move on and try to correct them. So it could be worse. They could just continue to keep doing what they're doing. And, you know, Marvel goes, well, that didn't work. All right, let's move on and try this now and go. And I give them credit for that. So anyways, the power broker thing. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't really, um.
0: See, there's so many things that it could be, you know. Right. So Because now, um, as of episode four, the, the scientist who re-engineered the Super Soldier Serum is dead. Mm-hmm. All the unused vials are gone. So the Super Soldier Serum lives on in John Walker and the Flag Smashers, which means capturing them now becomes a priority.
1: Not necessarily, because that, sol- that serum is also in Bucky. There's no, the Russian version of that No, no,
0: no, 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 no. This is a different version.
1: Yes. Well, he said that he specifically said that his his serum was going to be more fluid, more unique. It didn't need machines or anything like it didn't, that.
0: It didn't mean, need machines, and it didn't alter the body. Mm-hmm. Like Steve Rogers, when he got the serum, it bulked him up. It yeah. made him taller. The Flag Smashers look exactly like they looked before they got the serum. Yeah. It just made them super soldiers. So So here's
1: the thing where this all ties in because you have Thunderbolt Ross and the Thunderbolts and we know the Thunderbolts are coming. Disney has said the Thunderbolts are coming. Mm. So, and Thunderbolt Ross also hates superheroes unless he can control them. That is his ultimate goal is to have a military controlled superhero team to do what the military wants to do. Right. So to get that, he's going to have to get people like Baron Zemo, the abomination from the Hulk movie, which has been left off in limbo somewhere. You've got all of these characters that they can pull in to do to do that, and that's the right. Thunderbolt. That because Thunderbolt Ross is also part partially in development for the reason why Wolverine existed. He was also behind the Weapon X program, right? And in I believe in the Thor movie, he pulls out one of the vials, and it actually says on the bottom of oh, it's got some code numbers on there that reference the Weapon X program. Yeah. So that's you know that's that's like Thunderbolt Ross wants that serum to be able to create his own people that are controlled by the government. Right. It's going to be Marvel's equivalent to Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. is what it's
0: coming to which kind of what kind of was what the thunderbolts were
1: yeah um, um so i'm looking forward to see where that's going to go especially now again i want zemo i want zemo i want zemo i want more of this character oh yeah I'm, i really <laughs> like the guy you know he again like when they're on the plane they're talking about the, the record that uh what the heck was trouble it? man by trouble. marvin gay yeah and he's just there like oh it's a fantastic record it's blah 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 and like Falcon looks over at him, he says, he's out of line, but he's not wrong. Yeah, he's yeah. out
0: of line, but he's not wrong. <laughs> yeah,
1: you know. <laughs> oh. He's got the best lines in the whole show. He's got the most class, the most style. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a dude that I really I like. I just like everything about this character. He's so well done. It's like, oh, if you kill this guy off, I'm going to be pissed. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah. Um... Because it's it's not just a hollow. That's one of Marvel's biggest problems is the villain's have always been kind of how They're one-dimensional. Hmm. You know, this is the first real villain that we've had, arguably, I'm going to get some, probably some hate mail on this, but this is the first real villain that's really defined, that really goes into depth, and you actually like him. Like, this whole show, like, even the the leader of the Flag eh, Smashers.
0: Yeah, yeah, Loki. Loki was the first. Okay,
1: Loki, you're right, you're right. Okay, you're, I stand corrected. Loki was another character that they made yeah, lo- so much that they are giving him his own show.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, lo- Loki was the first villain. Yeah, you're right, okay. He was the first frenemy villain.
1: So, yeah, um, yeah, I, I love the direction that Disney is going in with these. And even my wife has said it, that I really enjoy the long form shows as yeah. opposed to the movies because you and, get more
0: out of it. And I enjoy the weekly breakup. I enjoy that it's we watch an episode, we have a week to digest it yeah. and like talk about it. And like I like at 10 o'clock in the morning after I watch the episode on Friday, I'm on Messenger. Like, okay, which one of my friends has watched it? Because I yeah. need to talk about this shit and yeah. I don't want to spoil it. And like you've seen in the messages chat with uh, the two of us and uh, Jake and Tom. It's like, yeah. okay, okay, who's seen it? Because
1: yeah, fuck. Everybody, everybody will be like, I haven't seen it yet. I'm like, okay, we'll wait
0: until you've seen it yeah. and then we'll talk and about that, it. And yeah. then we got to discuss. I yeah. love that. that. Like that. that honestly... That's the only TV I'm watching right now. I'm I watching. Think, um... I'm watching last week tonight with John Oliver. I'm watching this, and that's it. Watch Invincible. Yeah, I, I, I will have to. Invincible. I will have to sit down and watch Invincible. But- so that seems like a good place to wrap this up. So, without further ado, I'm Ma- John Patrick, the Master Control Program, and this is Rogan, and end of line. Over? Did you say over? Nothing is over until we decide it is! Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! German?
1: Forget it, he's rolling.
0: it ain't over now!
1: So, what's the plan? Take car, go to Mum's, kill Phil, sorry, grab Liz, go to the Winchester, have a nice cold pint and wait for all this to blow over. i write them off. Let's close up the bridge. Let's
0: get out of here. Close it up. Lights out. Where are you headed, cowboy? Nowhere special. Nowhere special. I always wanted to go there. We're going streaky! All right, move on. Nothing
1: to see here. Please disperse. Nothing to see here, please.